Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to just another football podcast. Back again. I've returned. I've come home. Uh, Unlike football, unfortunately. Uh, Football hasn't come home. Uh, Very, very sad evening for all English fans involved. Phil was absolutely delighted. He's... uh, He's really happy about it. He's been unable to disguise that. Um, as ever, joined by Fergal himself, George and Ali. How are you oh. doing, guys? I know you're doing, Fergal. Truthfully honest, I, I need to elevate myself today because artificially because I, I don't quite have the energy energy for a podcast recording, but we've got to do it fresh. We're committed to the cause, but yeah, feeling a bit deflated, really. Um, I it's no secret by now that, that I was pretty much an England fan at all tournament. I I really wanted England to do well, like all up until the kickoff or around kickoff time of the England Croatia game. I was like, yeah, fine. Like I'm just watching the tournament as a neutral. I didn't have a like normally in tournament football. I'd have a team that when like in the build up to it, I would I would have one where I would go, yeah, I want those to do well. But this time it well, I was just going to completely neutral. Um, the Ericsson thing had just happened the day before, but then kickoff time approaches, and because most of, of my friends are English now, and uh, we have this uh, little Discord where we're all uh, we're all chatting all day, essentially. I was like, yeah, I, I want I want this place to to be happy, you know, like I I want I want England to do well, and this is such a likable group of players as well. Um, but yeah, I I feel fine because um. Because this is the best tour- this is the best England performance in Euro's history, right? Yeah, never been to a final before, um, so it's uncharted territory. Fergal, I'm sure you didn't share the same sentiment, wanting your English friends to do well. Yeah, I mean, when Gigi saves a pen in the final, that's amore. Oh, it was absolutely <laughs> glorious. I good lord. I was so so happy, oh, so man. so relieved. <laughs> it was wow! It was brilliant. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I fully came out. Had peroni, pizza, where me at the top, um, and uh, and yeah, it was a good, it was a good night. Good good night. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be a good night, Christ! No. How on earth are we going to get through this? <laughs> Well, oh, we will, we will. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss, isn't there, Christ? Um, let's go back to sort of last, well, before the game. I suppose, obviously, the first talking point is team selection. Um, change of formation with Trippier coming in for Saka, which was the only change from the Denmark game. Um, Ali, I, I sort of saw you were on Twitter talking about kind of the possible ways in which this formation could be used and could work and... Mm-hmm. You know, do, do do you think we saw the merits of using it in this game, um, or was it something that ultimately backfired? Absolutely, we did in the first half. Of course, we did because in the first half, Italy. I didn't feel like they they had a sniff really um, in terms of what they do with the ball, but England straight away. You see the plan. Uh, you saw the plan of 
playing out on the wings and relying on your kind of wingbacks working really extremely well to an extent that brought the goal by because how the goal comes is that Trippier is on the right-hand side of the penalty area. It, the, it, the ball, the, the move starts with Luke Shaw, obviously, on the left, ends up with Kieran Trippier on the right uh, with, with a huge switch in play. And then Kyle Walker, the right center half, is overlapping Kieran Trippier. Bingo! So you have bingo, those overloads on the right-hand side. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry to cut in on nice. about, about an hour ago, I mentioned Harry going, what are the odds <laughs> Ali mentions Kyle Walker's overlap with <laughs> goal? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. On, it had to be You'd have because... pretty short odds on it, Ali, is uh, what we decided on. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, and and I really think this, this move was indicative of what was going to happen for the rest of the half. Obviously, Trippier has the space to cross. Di Lorenzo had a terrible first half. It was awful. He was the worst Italy player, and that says something. Uh, and uh, Luke Charles is basically free on the six-yard box to, to score volley, which is pretty amazing. Um, from an Italy, an Italy point of view defensively, that's not something you associate with Italy. And I thought England wow. can score. I thought, like, it, are, England, are, are England on a run here? Are, can they add two or three more? <laughs> like, what what can happen here? And... I don't know. Uh, I thought it, it, Italy were completely ineffectual with the ball for the rest of the game, and we'll get to how the rest of the game panned out. Uh, England could have gone for it a little bit more because um, because of that tactical advantage that we saw in the first half, but it wasn't to be. Yeah, but my my opinions on it were that in the so I was as I said before in the previous pod, I I thought England would win at one nil. Uh, and in that, I had in mind that they would play a, a, a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3 of some kind. Then um, the formation came out, and I just thought that I thought it suited Italy more. And the reason I thought that was because of the thing. Well, I'm in my head when I always think about it, a four, a four at the back versus a five at the back. There's always going to be overloads for the more dominant side. It's so easy to get overloads whenever you're coming up again if it's a 4v5. But it all depends on, on whoever wins the game. I think in most cases are the ones that that uh, dom- dominate the possession. Because they're the ones that end up having the majority of the ball with the majority of the overloads. Uh, so we saw that in the Germany game. Germany dominated and as a result they could push the wing backs up. And then get the get Goosen's run riot. So in the first in the first minute in the first fifteen, England have more of the ball, are more dominant because they can get the the fullbacks up, and and then, and then they're able to to dominate. But I think it's it's naive to think that you you're or maybe it wasn't part of the game plan or maybe the game plan changed because of the early goal. But I think. The way Gareth Southgate sets up, if you're going to go cautious, it made more sense to, and then as a result, not have as much of the ball, which he's, he's, he was always going to do. I think you go for a four at the back and go for a four three three, and then that way you, you can um, you can match them up, and you you don't get the you know the overloads, which didn't necessarily 
caused too many problems, but I think it hindered them in other areas. Um, and then as a result, the um, like Italy, Italy in my head were always going to have more of the ball. Their midfield is really good. So if if you're outnumbered in in midfield with with this midfield and technical players, I don't know. I I don't think that was a good matchup either. It, for me, I, if, if I would have thought go man to the man, get put pressure on each of those midfielders, man mark each one nearly. You know, let Calvin Phillips have one of them, Rice have one of them, might have Jorginho, they, like, and and that would have been the game plan. So whenever I saw this, I thought. He needs the England need to have the majority of the possession for for this formation to suit this game, and they didn't. And then they got the goal, and then they 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 um they sit back, and I think it just hinders them in this formation. Saw so with with Chelsea, the reason they've done so well in the Champions League, I think, is because they were able to keep possession because they had players like Jorginho, that um like the. Like the whenever if, if as I said, if you have more of the possession and you're it's a five v four, usually the whoever whichever team has the more possession will get more of the overloads and then as a result be more dominant in the game. That's my logic on on a four v five, and I mm. just thought um, mm-hmm. and for that reason I thought it didn't the way Gareth Southgate likes to set up quite cautious, quite defensive, done so well for them. I actually don't think the 4v5 suits that in this game because because of the reasons I said. I think it suits it if you're playing at Denmark and playing at Germany and you end up matching them up um, and you're able to be a bit... You're able to get them on the counter, able to you know pick them off. But this game, I, I, I genuinely thought it was it's the first time he's made an, a huge mistake and I think his, his cautiousness totally got the better of him. Um... And I think he, when he, every other time he has just got it right on the money, like the right amount of cautiousness, the right amount of game management. This game, I thought, I thought he genuinely got it wrong, and and I thought, in some ways, as good as the move was, I think it, it's lucky to score with your your very first chance. It was a great chance, and like you know, there's no, it wasn't luck necessarily in the in the from the shot that was taken, but. I think it's very well constructed too. Yeah, but I think th- I think it's like if 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 that if your game plan is to like score early and then hold on, but then we'll see. It, I like it didn't work out. Mm. I, to be honest with you, because you mentioned Chelsea there, um, and 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 they're a team that's played a three at the back really well. One of the things you said is they keep possession well, which is true. But the other thing that was really apparent to me in that Champions League run is they were really potent on the counter-attack. And so whenever they won the ball in transition, they always caused a threat to their opposition. As the game went on for England, it became more and more apparent that it was attack versus Mm defence. So I think between minutes 45 and whenever Italy scored, they had something like 75% possession. And and it just... The the problem with that is, if the shoe was on the other foot, You'd say, oh, it's classic Italy, Catanaccio containing us, we can't break them down. But there's a measure of control to it all. And, and it's sort of with England, I, I never felt like we were really controlling the game from the second half onwards. Even sort of, I'd say 10 minutes before half time, they sort of started to cause a bit more of a threat. In the first 30, I thought we were fantastic. 
Um, but e- even in previous games, like you've had long spells of possession, like you you've went defensive, then he's also just been really cautious, but on the ball and and in possession, and then that didn't it never happened. Um, no, it didn't. And what I was gonna say is that. I think what England missed in this game, because I, I think Rice and Phillips have been fantastic. And actually, Rice in this game, and I'll sort of contradict myself here because he did offer it at times. He offered that kind of a bit of ball carrying, but there wasn't that kind of natural progression from the defence to the attack. Like how many times did we see the ball go long to Harry Kane? He loses it and Italy are back in our half. Like there were times yeah. in that second half where Bonucci and Chiellini were playing inside our half. And I was surprised how happen. advanced Chiellini got at times. Um, and and also, like, Chelsea have, like, someone like Werner or Pulisic to go in behind. And that yeah. option was never there for England, really. No. And, they, they... And, and when you're coming up against a back a back two like Chiellini and, and Benucci, you one thing they don't want to be doing is one heading back towards their own goal but also pulling them out of position like i like they should have tried to exploit that the left hand channel where emerson was was vacating and bringing chiellini out into areas where he didn't want to be and i think that's why by the way sterling started on the right rather than the left where he's been playing because he he wanted to exploit that place i want to bring george in here because obviously he's been quite quiet but Mm. You're a big Mason Mount fan, George. Uh, and, you know, uh, maybe fairly so. He's had a very good season for Chelsea. I don't understand what his role in this game was. I, 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 like, and, and the more it went on, the more he wasn't a factor. So, like, what's your take on it? What do you think Southgate wanted him to do and why did he persist with him so long? Um, well, I think, clearly, I think Mount was intended to, as one, as a buffer against Jorginho. Um, although he played more on the left-hand side than, than centrally, which I, I was surprised by. Mm. Um, and then second, I suppose, uh, I, I imagine the intention once they go one up and going into that second half, I imagine they go mount play your role as you do at Chelsea, where if you look at the Champions League final goal, he picks it up on the left-hand side fairly deep and he puts in a through ball for, for Havertz to, to run in behind. But But yeah. like you said... Mount didn't make that movement towards the uh, to you know to pick the ball up from from Shaw. Sterling, I, I mean, I didn't see many runs in behind. No, Sterling was poor, um, uh, and, yeah. and we shouldn't have double standards. The front line was poor. Came as he's had a fantastic as much as uh, and sorry, uh, um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, but as much as you know, Rice and Phillips have had a fantastic um, competition. Both of them in terms of ball retention. Fairly poor. I don't think his passing was, was terrible. Like he, he, yeah. he would, he would run through a few challenges, and then you're thinking, just pass it, just give it to Ask someone, him, yeah. and yeah. then he wouldn't find the pass. So, he yeah, created that... space, and then, and then again, yeah, like you said, like you say, he didn't find passes that, yeah, that there was... make us transition. It seemed to be a massive disconnect from between, like you say, Harry Kane uh, and and Sterling, which is such a surprise because we've known them to have such a great partnership. It just didn't click and it didn't go well. But I, I do want to go back to the point of, look, hindsight is is a wonderful thing. If if Italy don't score from a uh, from a corner of all things, um, England win one 0 
apart from that, I can't remember too many I don't like, know if that's clear true. cut chances. No, but like, Fergal, where were the clear cut? Like, like where was but, an but incredible? It's it, like, changing the narrative slightly because no, but it's not. It's not because because it, it, they were didn't have them. shots in the box. They didn't have the shots. Problem in is the box. George. The, the problem with that argument, I, I accept what you're saying. The problem is for me. I felt like between minutes 35 and 68 or whatever it was when they scored, England played the sort of football you would play if you were 2-0 up, looking to see a game out and be really solid and take no risks, but you're 1-0 up. And and, and it's a scruffy, scrappy, bundled goal from a corner, but that's all it takes. You're one goal up. It takes one moment. And suddenly, and and this is the problem we had then, it's... Oh shit! We don't have the lead anymore. But not only do we not have the lead, they've got all the momentum. They've had it since probably the 40th minute, and we need to change the tide now that it's level. And also, than doing on, t- on top it of all that, on top of all that, your energy levels aren't what they were because you've been chasing the game for for I, 60 minutes. I yeah. agree, but having said that, that still doesn't negate the point that Italy were like reduced to not the best chances i like it if we think about like i, I can't think of ridiculously clear and and what it means is individual errors decide the game and what you hope and what jose Mourinho uh side would hope let's say is that individual errors don't happen because the mentality is so strong and i don't i i'm sympathetic towards Southgate in that sense. I think he did get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. He, for me, is the, the main reason England lost this game. But mm. nonetheless, I'm very sympathetic to the idea that, okay, we've got a great mentality in this squad. We've kept so many clean sheets in this in this um, tournament so far. We can do this. We can limit chances. I, I, and let's be honest, I'm almost certain that the Southgate would have wanted better ball retention when we when we got the ball as well. No I doubt. don't think that was no a bad thing. Um, yeah. And then to go more in depth on the goal, there's three mistakes in that. There's three mistakes, and it and it's such a shame. Trippier loses, gives his man just two two yards for that. Uh, near, I think it was Trippier anyway. Uh, um, John yeah, Stones for the, the near, big one near post. Me. Yeah, so the, yeah, exactly. There's there's Trippier, and he doesn't get the first header, which is a disappointment because he should have been. Uh, he got close at the end, but he should have been closer anyway because he left about two yards for for the player to run. Then there's John Stones, who didn't attack the ball and was more interested in in jostling with Chiellini. Um, and then there's Mason Mount, who I I mean for me probably is is the biggest culprit. What he does is he takes a step back with Verratti. It's very, very clever movement. But as a defender, what I've always believed in is if you are in between the posts or if your body position is in between the posts, um, if you drew a a direct line from the attacker and and, uh, towards the goal and you were in between that blocking, blocking the goal, that's where you should be. Your goal side, you're there. Mount was outside the post, so you can't make any sort of block or effective challenge. Then I suppose um, that there's uh, there's another argument for for people following up as well. They they were static. Benucci was the only one on his toes. Once that header comes in, uh, I think it's Maguire. Um, 
should be attacking the same place that Benucci is attacking. That the awareness should be there. It's a great save by Pickford. It's, it's, it, it's a shame, but yeah, loads of individual errors, set pieces you shouldn't you shouldn't concede like that. Really, the the thing I'd say, George, like you're saying, like they didn't, they hadn't created anything, and that was the the one big chance they created. I I agree with that. The only thing I would say is they they'd stepped it up a gear. And then after that goal, they took the, the foot off the gas a little bit and, and conserved a little bit themselves. So to say that, that you know, if, if that moment doesn't happen, they will never score a goal, I don't think that is necessarily true. I think, I think they were growing into the game stronger and stronger. And it was actually only the goal, the goal that made them sort of ease off. So... And England changed as well because of the goal. And it's, yeah, you England don't know. changed as well. I, I don't know of any of those those things that that sort of yeah, as you said, Harry, like it, it only changed away, after the goal. It? He didn't change before, and there's no yeah. there's no no nothing to say that he would have changed before. I personally, I think if England had stayed with the back five, uh, it w- the goal was inevitable. It, and it would have no, been she- it would have been sheer. Disagree. I think it would have been sheer luck that you wouldn't have conceded because you were just. It uh, wasn't the uh, George. You, I, I don't think, and, and I and I sort of share the, the opinion of Fogles. Like, I don't think we played with control in that half. You might say we limited them, but the performance on the ball I wasn't agree. one of a team that's controlling the game. But, I, I, that, I think the, the pressure would have just be... built and built and ramped up and ramped up. I I don't uh, I don't think bo- I don't think. Sorry, let Ali go for it. Go for it. Uh, yeah, because I think this is an important element of it because the ball seemed to be just um, from like the start of the second half or latter stages first half, just lumped up the pitch and then Harry Kane gets into an aerial duel with Chiellini and Chiellini wins every single one. And yeah. uh, and then the ball goes up again and then you have Mason Mount an aerial duel with Bonucci. Of course, Bonucci's going to win that. Yeah, Like it's, it's nothing against Mount, but you know, it, this is... Friggin' Bellucci. So, I and I don't know why England don't reserve... Like, if they... They definitely will have analyzed the Spain-Italy game, the semifinal. Italy... Uh, Spain managed to play through Italy with passing, with with players being available to each other. Yeah, no focal point. Uh, yeah, like... So, like some combination play, which is England are capable of, no question. Um, but the big thing for me, the big thing for me, is that Harry Kane and I praised his kind of deep lying forward role in in the past, especially after the Croatia game in that episode. Uh, Harry Kane didn't have a single touch in the penalty area, mm. and uh, that's. That's slightly disappointing. Forty-six touches. It's not just him, area. though. It's it, it, it's not I thought. Him. I thought he had it, just to say, just to caveat it a little bit. I thought it's, he had a good, a good yeah. like thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. He won a lot of good free kicks. Yeah, and it's not. Sp- a, it's not something against balls, Harry Kane. That was it. Mm. He did. He did. And this is not a slight on Harry Kane. It's just about the English tactical setup after the goal. No, 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 like just the, it needed more. It needed more, more intensity. More it needed more runs. In feeling behind. that it's sorry, it's sorry. nil nil. More Fair runs in behind. Uh, like Kane's touch map looks like looks like a Koke touch map or mm. a Jorginho I, touch map. It, it does like that. 
so I, I know you're not doing it as a slight on Harry Kane, but sorry, what I was going to add is to, and mm. it kind of backs your point up and it speaks to a kind of structural issue as the game went on. Kane, Sterling and Mount, the front three of the England select of this game, didn't have a shot between them in 120 yeah. minutes. And, yeah, and, that, yeah, and that's, that's a big issue. It, it also, like, it, I remember seeing them and they were like, like the amount of time there was 11 men behind the ball for England. Like, the they really were like so defensive and I just the other thing is I, like a big moment in the game and I don't know look it's, I don't know what I'm about to say it, like it is sort of fanciful but mm. I think the, one of the big reasons Italy didn't go on to win it in normal time is Kesa went off yeah like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, he he was running the show he was picking up in low he was making stuff happen and I think if he stays on the pitch, I I, th- I think I think he can definitely say they're going to get one clear cut chance out of him uh, it, it, for the rest of the game if he stayed on. I don't think that's unreasonable to say one, but he was brilliant. And yeah, he got he kicked was. off the pitch, and then they, they they weren't threatening after that. So no, no. Um, yeah. I, look, I yeah, I think well, I I I was explaining what I think about it, but I I think it was I think it was very poor from Southgate. I think people have made the comments that he hasn't, he didn't change quick enough. It should have been changed before the goal. Yeah, yeah. What frustrates me about this all, and 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 I've said through this tournament that he's proven me wrong. He's done better in certain games than I thought he would do, and he's shown himself to be tactically versatile between games. I still think there's work to be done within games. As soon as a game starts to get away from us a little bit, I don't think he's quite reactive, proactive, whatever you want to call it. If you watch Mancini, he made change after change after change to try and influence the game. And I've seen it with Southgate before. If you go back to that Croatia 2018 game, there's a very similar pattern to this game. Score early, have a good spell for about half an hour. Don't capitalize on it and get the second goal. Slowly they drag it back and and they squeeze you and you get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. You can see the scruffy goal. And you can't turn the tide. This time it went to penalties. And do you know what? If we'd won on penalties, the narrative would have been very different. We didn't. Yeah. And, and therefore, it kind of leaves him open to scrutiny. He should have changed that 10, 15 minutes earlier, whether it's get Trippier off, get Mount off. You had to get a Grealish or a Saka, someone that's going to drop in, get the ball and carry it up the pitch because we were conceding territory over and over again. You can't have their centre-halves playing in our half. That like that's criminal. Especially someone like Chiellini, like like the yeah. it, it made it look like Chiellini was this ball playing, you know, uh, centre back. He was ten years younger. Though. Yeah, twenty six. He's going to yeah. go on the turn. He can't be playing in our half at his age. Like like he, he everybody's been saying he's like he's like obviously he's he's a top defender. So he is. He was tight. brilliant. He is tight. I'm not. I'm not but he's, he's, he's never been yeah. like a like a this ball playing centre back. But England did make him look like like he was he was like this incredible player that could could you know take the ball through a team. Like it was. It was bizarre that, and I think it just it felt like it's just the cautious mentality that I've praised Southgate for, but he just took it too far this time. Um, I think it, one of the reasons he did take it over far, to be fair, was the early goal. Uh, but again, I I think he just dealt with the goal I, wrong. I I wonder. It I wonder been like the plan. Like, one nil, Italy are rattled. Let's go again. Like let's let's score another. 
I, I, I do. Um, wonder, that was the only was effort the plan, that like, all half. Yeah, it was the plan to get one nil up, and then you do that, and then it happens so early that they're like, "Well, what's the plan now?" Like, you know, do we do we still follow yeah. what we agreed upon? Um, yeah, basically, he played he played at one nil, like like it was two nil. Yeah, second half, their second half, like accurate passes, for example, according to Sofa score here. 75% for, for England, 104 accurate passes. For Italy, it was 92%. That's 298. so poor. That's really poor. 298 accurate passes for Italy, 92% accuracy. Mm. That just speaks for the control Italy had for the entirety of the second half. Uh, and yeah, the I thought one change England could have made is, uh, is actually Jordan Henderson for, for Mason Mount. Uh, just to but gain a little bit the more. attack very well. He I think it had to be. It had to be Saka or Grealish. It had to be a player. Yeah. Sorry, I've said yeah. it already, so I'm repeating myself. But just for me, in my opinion, it had to be someone that's going to link that transition. Because what we didn't have is... Rice and Phillips, I'm not knocking them, right? They've done a really good job for us in this tournament. But they don't have the verticality to their game in my opinion to spring us from defense to attack neither of them are particularly good with their passing range rice did a bit of ball carrying but you know he went over the top of it a little bit in my opinion um and it's also like like, that's not what he's renowned for no but my point is so so what ended up happening is we didn't have anyone to get us out because i know but that's what i'm saying if, if you're relying on him it's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? And so I thought, as we conceded possession, conceded the initiative, and I accept that Henderson maybe was needed for other reasons, but it had to be someone that's going to drop in, receive the ball, take it on the turn, and just going to get you up the pitch five or ten yards. Well, this because... is the yeah. point, isn't it? Uh, the, he's, ha- he's got five subs to make. He's got yeah. five subs to make. And yeah, I understand maybe wait until the 60th, 70th minute to make them. You don't have to make them at half time. You don't have to be that bad. every game, really, isn't You it? can't be, yeah, you can't have so much hindsight. But he's waited. And this is actually a good transition into, obviously, I don't know if, if it's too soon to get into it, into the no, penalty score. I think, score. It's, I think, it's, um, I think uh, it is. It's yeah. a great transition because he's waited to the 100th minute to bring on Jack Grealish. Yeah. Way to the 120th for Rashford and Sancho, three subs that you would you could arguably say could have happened about each of them about 20 minutes earlier, may, maybe more. Half well, an they hour did, earlier. yeah. Um, uh, and then, mm. as such, what happens in the penalty shootout? The majority of blame, unfortunately, and I'm sure he'll take it on the chin because he's a very humble guy. But it unfortunately has to fall on Southgate, and he's already taken it. He said it's my fault, but yeah, it, and, and, it, and you know, like, like to him, yeah, yeah, he made the he made the wrong decisions. He'll learn from it, hopefully. Um, mm. But but it, it it's so bizarre to bring on two players that they they're, they're good penalty takers, but they're not. Um, I, I I don't see them as Sancho's never taken one. Sancho has never taken one in his in his professional career. Rashford has, and he's been pretty good. But it's always risky, isn't it? Bringing him on so late for the first for, kick to be a penalty. For, for me, see this whole, has he taken a penalty, has he not? For me, it's got nothing to do with that. I think in a penalty shootout, the most important thing is, is how confident are you and how calm are you? But does that not matter then? If you've seen, no, it, if you've it, scored it, them before under pressure, 
does no, that, that it, do, it does it does matter but and i think you're better off having that as evidence but i for me i think it's it's all about the how the players feel every player in that england squad can put the ball in the roof of the net when there's no of pressure of course on. they're professional so, footballers so so, for, so because of that you know you, you can, for me you cannot judge like this Southgate would it like I'm guessing you judge them off training when they're done penalties and they're all putting them in top he corner. He said in the in the press conference, he said he he, he did them on. Um, well, he said in in the World Cup he did them on um, both training, but mostly on performances and history at clubs, and obviously like. Um, he can't have done that. He said, here, though, no, but he? he said he said that on the press conference. He said that, and he so so clearly he's not looked to change and change Sancho enough. Although Sancho has scored a few penalties, I think. Um, in sort of, I don't, I don't know if it's, I think yeah, he has. Yeah. But um, Saka has never taken a. Saka's never taken one. And Saka's a, never taken is he, one. Is he nineteen year old? Saka's nineteen. I could name that seven players. Since Jack Grealish has come out and said. He he said he was up for it. You've got to put Jack Grealish above Saka, and and Southgate has said he's made that decision. Let me now, ask you this, George. Right, uh, yeah. you've said Southgate made the decision. Who does that fall on in that moment? Is it up to Grealish if he really wants to take no, one? No. He demands because, to take. I think because, he can force the issue. If he, issue, if he demands backfire. it, if he yeah, if he demands it, and that's caught by a camera, and 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 then he either goes up and takes it and he misses, or. Mm. Saka takes it and Saka misses. The whole narrative would be Jack yeah. Grealish had no confidence in Saka. Southgate had no confidence in Saka or Grealish. Yeah. You know, it, 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 or or or, or, or what could, or what yeah, could happen is you go. He demands it and goes, "Look, I should be ahead of Saka." That knocks Saka's confidence, and Southgate still yeah, picks Saka ahead of Grealish. Saka then goes up with no confidence. So, like, you, it's it, you, you could. But it could backfire massively. It's like, and it's such a high pressure scenario that, like, mm. um, I, I, to me, I, I saw, watched them going round, and it looked to me like he had a piece of paper and he's going around pointing his people. I swear he pointed at John Stones and John Stones. So, so the order, head. right? If yeah. you look at it, if if you go off what happened, because he goes Rashford, Sancho, Saka, which is what it was, three, four, five. Then he goes Pickford and then John Stones. Now I'm not saying that was definitely the order. I would ha- I would have had Pickford. I would have had Pickford. I'd have had Pickford. In, in Pickford scored in the Nations League, yeah. didn't I would he? He belted one in. Yeah. I I, um, I I would have had Pickford fifth in hindsight, but that's because well, one no, I I'd, I'd, I'd have I'd have him. I definitely have him sixth or seventh. No problem with that. But I actually think he could, he could have been moved into the top five because he was so focused. So like he saved two as well. So I mean, obviously they didn't know he was full of confidence. Do that, like, you know what Pickford's like with emotion. He yeah. was he was if he had his imagine Pickford uh, stepping up to take a winner or take to keep you in it. He I in, in that moment he was he would have had no problem. But that's hindsight in fairness. But even with hindsight, Saka doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. No, yeah, Sancho no, yeah. and and Rashford. Rashford does make sense to me. Um. Yeah, he scored them. Um, I don't like his technique, but he's the, te- you know, he's, he's... the technique sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. And but this is the thing, Fogel, right? And, and I accept it sends the keeper the wrong way. He takes an age to get up the ball, right? I didn't if you like watch you, him. Yeah. 
if you watch him, Donnarumma stands dead still. I know he ends up diving the wrong way, but he waits until the very, very, very last moment to dive, right? Rashford knows because of that, he's got to pick a corner. Because if he doesn't pick a corner, it's getting saved. You saw it with Jorginho, trying to wait for the keeper to move. If they don't move and it's not in the corner, they're saving it. So I actually think that's what causes him to miss. It's not that he drags it, it's that he's trying to put it right in the corner. And and, and he hits the post. And the point that penalty, that point really, that penalty technique is, is that if the goalkeeper dives the other direction, you, you don't need to put it in the corner, you can roll it in. Yeah, but yeah. But he stands there, I suppose, and that and that's my point. Yeah. It, like, he wasn't going to go early. It was obvious, you know? I'm weirdly more annoyed with with the technique of Saka and, and Sancho, and he's not. I don't want to do they individual. They're just it's shit. It's not actually the point. I know, obviously, they've hit the target, and that and I guess that matters. But but they're they're really they're really bad. Like you can't put it at that height for a goalkeeper. I I actually think, and I know Ali Ali's obviously going to be really really happy that Jorginho missed. I actually think Jorginho's penalty is actually a really, really good penalty. Now, I know that sounds mental. I, I, I know that sounds mental. But it's low. It's, it's fairly hard. Like, it's genuinely fairly hard. Well, he just pushes it onto the post. And, he just and it's it, a fingertip yeah. onto, the, onto the post. Right. Yeah, that, I, I, that, I accept that. I, I... And an inch, an inch to the left... It's it's, it's, it's his work uh, though, George. Yeah. That I have the oh, no, biggest it's, issue with. It's ridiculous, but it, it works. And I also think, uh, obviously, Pickford was so brave. He stood up. He stood up. He stood up. He didn't dive literally until the ball was kicked. It was incredible. Having said that, it it was it was still a really good pen by Jorginho. So I understand why keepers do mm. try and predict it because it had power a fair amount of power on it it was know. very I've seen low a few keepers save them now i, yeah, I think was, i think he's well, fair there very low which is yeah so do i fogel you've seen multiple premier league keepers saving them well the, but you know what he needs to do it. just to uh, alter it he Should needs to smash just, one in no he yeah. needs to he needs to just do the hazard technique take the problem the thing is right Jorginho does that and i can't imagine you're able to put much power into it and it's probably even harder to direct after hopping, right? So, if if you just take out the hop and do the hazard technique, which Jorginho was doing, but he adds a hop to it, where you watch the keeper the whole way, same as Rashford's, except Hazard would just run up, do a, a slight stutter, but he would it would be like a, it's a normal penalty, basically. Um, and mm. so if Jorginho takes out this hop which I think hinders his way he's able to strike the ball, you can do this technique and get it in the corner because then the goalkeepers are banking on the fact that you can't put it in the corner. If if Jorginho puts it in the corner, right in the corner, Pickford won't save it because he, he has to wait to see where he's put it. So if you put it right in the corner, even with not much pace, it's going to go in. But because they don't Jordan go in the corner very often. Yeah, but because but Hazard does do that. No, I remember. He was yeah, Hazard, Hazard and Yara Torre could, could take the penalty. If the goalkeeper waited to the last minute, they could they would put it in the corner. They're that good. Mm. But Jorginho isn't that good. And he uh, and if you add the hop in, he's probably not able to strike the ball as well as Hazard and Yaya Torre. He doesn't strike a ball well. Anyway. No, he, doesn't. he doesn't. I think I think you're being a, a bit too high. I think it's. A, I still think it's a good penalty. I know that sounds really crazy. But, uh, but you just said Saka's and Sanchez weren't in the corner. No, because it's height. It's, it's about height. It's about like how easy it is. No, near the Pickford, corner though. Pickford. I accept the keeper's height thing. Post. By the way, I accept that. Pick, Pickford's yeah. tipped onto the post. 
and uh, and all like the the other two uh, keepers height no power less power than Jorginho's and a, a, a nice high I, I, I don't so, know. so for me here's the thing though George here's the thing also Jorginho's been Jorginho's yeah, he has. Has been, he though? Why? I think yeah, he's been he has. Most obviously, he has. A lot obviously, he misses yeah, this, a lot. This is truth. Uh, well, he he missed only like three in two years. He's missed he, three. I'd be surprised. He scored, scored a lot. Seven last season. He scored a lot of penalties. He missed three. He's missed three season. this season. That's pretty poor. Cool. Scored seven. Well, anyway, that's probably bang on the average though, isn't it? It's about sixty. It's like seventy-five percent. Yeah, like he's taken. What thirteen at this point and score and, and missed just the three, but the reason why George the the reason why I disagree that it was a good penalty then is that the reason it makes it a good penalty he makes it a good penalty is that the goalkeepers who are beaten in those situations are rooted to the spot and and don't move so. Jorginho is is completely fooling them into just just saying there and not making an attempt to save. The reason why I wasn't a fan of that is because I don't see why if you watch the ball you wouldn't be able to save it. So when like because it's going so slowly, the not... goalkeeper will be able to. The, if he, if the goalkeeper waits until if he sees the ball rather than Jorginho, the they'll just have the time to jump and save it's it. Not, it doesn't it's not that slowly. Time. It's really not. He's not, he's it, not like, laid down is. and caught the ball. But, but right, okay. Firstly, he scored... Before this, he scored five out of five Italy penalties. He scored uh, I've seen him miss three. He scored an incredible number. He scored an incredible uh, can, number. Can we move on? Because it's, it's, no, it's, I, it's I, a bit I, of a redundant point. It's, like, it's, it's, I, I think, <laughs> I think, I think I there's a blueprint there to beat it. I and I and yeah, I, and I agree, I, and I, and that's why I think it's finished. I I, I like it's yeah. a, there's a clear blueprint and any. I just prefer penalties. Just smack them. The best penalty takers in the Premier League, in the arguably top Kane, Kane and Salah. What do they do? They just hit it as hard as they can. Give the keepers yeah. little time to react. Uh, None of this suppose... messing around, stutter run-ups. Just hit well, the fucking ball. One hundred percent. Either Maguire's or Kane's penalty was the, was the best penalty out in the in the shoot. In the shoot, I think Panucci was quite good. But the, the 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 thing with that is there's mar there's a lot more margin for error. Like with Jorginho's, he hits the target every single time. There's no question. And if you're not a Harry Kane, where ninety nine percent of the time you know where that ball is going. I know you're a professional footballer, but you, you, there are levels. Then, then Jorginho's penalty is perfect because there's a lot less margin for error for actually missing the target, and so he scores a lot of goals because of it. But I don't know if hitting the target is important. I think scoring the penalty what? is important. <laughs> oh wow, this is going to be a classic. I, th I think what? I, well, I, th I think I think if you've got a technique that every goalkeeper knows. And knows how to suss it out or bring it down to find. Especially one like that, it's so obvious what he's gonna do. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's, I, he's, I, I think, I think, I think of if you. Out of penalties for Chelsea, that's I, incredible. But people have never. That's not incredible. It's, that's not incredible. Uh, what's incredible is Torre for Man City, Salah for Liverpool, scoring pretty much bar every penalty. He's missed four penalties. That's not incredible. The number he takes, Harry. The, 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 I, don't know. I, I, I personally think it, 
I personally think it's found out, and I think I think the best penalties are like putting it in the top corner. But it, the, you know what it is? It's the best best technical players. The usually the best players are able to take really good penalties. But it it, it requires either unbelievable technique and composure to put it in the top corner. Or un- unbelievable bottle to wait to the last minute for the goalkeeper to die. I don't know, like Messi's never been good at penalties, to be fair. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. He's a very there are exceptions, but I think. I don't know. It's very yeah, rare, it's very rare two, that you have someone with a great penalty record, like a nearly 100% penalty record, that is a bad footballer. Would you agree with that? Because Jorginho doesn't come into that category. Um, there is the Southampton player that was um, oh uh, Ricky Tissier. Tissier. he Tissier. was class though. Tissier, never missed <laughs> they missed yeah, one didn't they oh was it one yeah <laughs> you missed one but can, can we go back to the like who took the penalties I feel like we yeah, yeah, glossed over that like no, no we can't, it's an important point like the like Saka I think Saka do you know what can I just say right on that right mm-hmm. Saka taking is one thing Saka taking fifth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, yeah. it's, and it's guaranteed. Pro- it's proved mental because of how bad of a penalty it was as well. Oh, it's... it was a terrible penalty. But if you look at it right, if it gets to the fifth penalty, obviously it's not guaranteed whether England are going to go first or second. I don't know when they're deciding it, right? But if it does, it's guaranteed to be either to win it or to stay in it at that point. Yeah. So I just don't see why you'd give it to him. The the thing I the thing I like to say about all this I was I was, I was sort of starting the point earlier was, um I don't I don't think it matters I to be honest I don't think in a penalty shootout I don't think your penalty record is is actually the key thing I honestly think it's I think it takes um I think it's about man management and I think it's knowing your players in the moment like and and knowing your players I don't know. After this, and it is hindsight, but I don't know if it's something that you can plan the day before, uh, unless you've got a, a load of experienced pros. But if you're dealing with youngsters, I think you have to judge them in the moment whenever you're looking them in the eyes before the before the. There's a bit of both. There's a bit of both. There, there is. You but, can't. You but, can't just give it to someone that's but they have missed done every hard. penalty the, the in ma- training. I'm sorry, but the amount of the amount of. There'll, every penalty shootout, there'll be a there'll be a player that puts it in the back of the net who hasn't had a penalty record. Harry Maguire put it right in the of top. Course, I don't doubt it for a second. But I that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's yeah. a calculated risk. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. About that's it. But he got it wrong then, Fergal, because he brought on two players that he genuinely just for the penalty shootout that he surely in his mind has gone. They're the two players I can guarantee scoring. Or yeah. at least close enough to it, and he got it wrong. But if you're missed. thinking about it logically, neither of them are full of confidence. Confidence and composure, for me, are the two things above everything else in a penalty shootout. I because th- I, every player on that pitch can put it in top corner. It They're will, both there's long no pressure confidence. On. They barely played the two I, of them. The two of them are. I don't mind. I don't, think I don't mind need... Rashford. Sancho, he's. Be- I, I don't really get it. Rashford. I think, think he's a good character to step up. But I would have seen. I would. I think. I, you know, Luke Shaw's after putting one in. I would have given one to him. Sterling scored the winning penalty against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final in the Ster- shootout. Sterling. I've heard mixed things about Sterling. No, he's not the best penalty taker. He took a shocking yeah, one but this it, season. And, and but my he, point he, is, he's taken. Off. I would have given he's one. He's taken to that Jack penalty Rios, before. But... He's taken that penalty before. Is my point in a shootout to win a trophy, yeah. albeit yeah, a much yeah, smaller one. Very true. 
So I just don't see but, why you'd give it to Saka over And, and also that, Jack Grealish as well for me. We, you've heard the quotes yeah. about him about... Yeah, it loves the de- pressure, apparently. ...dealing with pressure. Yeah. For, I don't know how you pick... And, and after the quote coming out that he said he offered, I don't know how yeah. you pick Saka over someone like Jack Grealish. People are making it as if it's a lottery. As if it's like... And there is... Don't get me wrong. There is an element of luck to it all. And it isn't a, a, a perfect science or anything like that. But I think it's it's such a glaring mistake and one that whenever everybody saw Saka stepping up for the He had the weight of the nation on his shoulders. He's a kid. Whenever, literally, whenever Saka's walking up towards it, you're thinking, oh, no. I was thinking, oh, not Saka. Oh, not Saka. Anybody but him. He's a lovely chap. Like, but I think think it's a massive mistake and I think it's, it's, um, Southgate got has bottled this this game. Um, he got a lot wrong. He, ha- he got a, a lot wrong in this game. He got he, he, he get it wrong. It's he, such he, a difficult. It was, it was a lot down to him. Doesn't deserve But the worst decision by the English FA from now would be if they sat Southgate. No, the no, no. Players so love him. No, that's not. The players not love a discussion. Him. It's, it's not. Twenty twenty two is is just around the corner, and none of these players. are Bar Get Henderson going into that, going past their peak, and to be honest, I think Henderson's probably passed it for England anyway now uh, with his performances. Um, oh. And so you've got to give him another chance. And, and there's clear progression in this team, like the clear progression. We made it through Germany, which, to be honest, with the amount of pressure the the press and us English fans put on games like Germany, you know, was actually a big thing. No matter what. The that, state that of that German team is. Denmark's um, again mentally. That's a tough battle, and he he, he he eventually got it right. Smashed the Ukraine game. Obviously, let's not get carried away. Obviously, a massive opportunity missed, and and I am I, I'm still. The, 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 I, I, th- I think it's it's um, it's we, really we hard to get in the words how big of an opportunity that yeah it's that is missed because th- th- it was at home. It was like it was a favourable draw uh, to get That's, there in the yeah. first place. But it feels somewhat but, reminiscent of the France Portugal, uh, where where France fine. somewhat bottled it. Um, uh, where they're now going into a, a World Cup, and the team is youthful I... and full of momentum, and and there's such a great feeling. I, uh, there's obviously been some some absolutely horrific negatives and harrowing things that have happened off the back of this loss, but generally the people that I've talked to are really proud of this England team. It's, it's not really proud of the process. Do you know what it is for me? I I, I think they've been amazing. They've been an absolute credit to the nation. I think the thing I struggle with is people just kind of assuming there's going to be this kind of linear progression to England. We will get better. I don't disagree with that, but. So will France. France aren't going to go out on penalties again to Switzerland. Germany will come again with Hansi Flick. If yep. the Netherlands get a half-decent yep. manager and Virgil van Dijk back, they could be a decent side. Italy aren't going away. Spain will get someone like Ansu Fati back in and they look half a decent side. So there's just so much competition. That That's the problem. This was our chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's just, it's just fair to feel that way. But I, I do feel like you 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 got to take... England in isolation and kind of look forward to the World Cup in in that way because this group of players got to the final already and 
they all, including Southgate, by the way, the, uh, as a head coach, will be not just 15 months um, older, but also 15 months of experience better. And who knows, may, maybe someone from outside of this core. England haven't conceded a, a, a goal from open play all tournament. They didn't, and they finished the, they finished the tournament with that record. And you have someone like Fakai Tomori out of the squad. Uh, Nat you Phillips, love him, don't you? Uh, I don't know. I, I love him. Uh, Tomori and Nat Phillips hopefully will be in the 2022 squad. Uh, but there are loads more examples. I can go for days about the talent pool that England have, the ridiculous amount of right-backs that even weren't included. Trent Alexander-Arnold wasn't in the squad. You see what I mean? So uh, I think England still has the, the, the greatest pool of talent in the world. Um, and, and that's why I've been saying, as I mentioned last episode, I've been saying for probably a year now that England will are the favorites for the 2022 World Cup, like mm -hmm. very early shout. Because they have they have such a good talent pool, maybe them and France have kind of equals. And France obviously will be fueled by the, the failure of this tournament. Um, yeah. But I think England have a genuine chance. And let's go back to the penalties because there's something I wanted to just touch on there slightly. The, at the end of the day, the penalty shootout will have been gone over for hours with Donnarumma's penalty saving ability in mind with his frame uh, in mind with with the uh, the the decisions the substitutions the scenarios everything these will have been studied so the decisions that have been made there are there are ultimately mistakes because England lost but if Maguire doesn't Maguire nobody's talking about the fact that he scored a penalty in terms of it being a mistake because Maguire smashed the GoPro because it was such a good penalty. But if he'd skied that and he was actually like a, a few inches from smacking the bar, if, if that would have been seen as a massive mistake. Why is Maguire taking the second penalty when Grealish is there? You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, the decisions were made with a lot of consideration and Southgate and the management team and the players know so much more than us ultimately, yes, rightfully criticizing those decisions because England lost, but but they have more knowledge than us who are just watching, just watching on. So I suppose before I, we... oh, go on. Go I, I, I feel for Gareth. I, I was just going to say, I feel for Gareth and mm. uh, I genuinely hope um, he is successful in the 2022 World Cup in in ways that make the England um, set up or the England as a nation even prouder. I suppose, sort of, <laughs> at least it. There's a little bit of Greek tragedy, a bit of irony in in the in the England loss that we lost on penalties. <laughs> uh, typically, English. it's just it's it's almost amusing. If I wasn't so depressed about it, it's, it is somewhat. Well. You know what I mean? This, yeah. this is it. You feel, you feel bad for you know Sancho, Rashford, and yeah. Saka, but you know they've got a great Pizza Hut deal coming their way. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you know there's a <laughs> silver lining to every cloud. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But um, the, the que I've got a, a, a question. It, is there no manager you would swap Southgate for going into No, it? no. Like Conte is available now. If you, you can no, say, well, you no. can get Conte in. 
no, it's, it's, no, no, it's no, a no. no. You have to, you have to keep the system. You have to keep the system. I mean, it has proven successful. England were a joke of a national team, an absolute failure of a national team. And uh, like 2014, going out from a group stage that contained Costa Rica, Uruguay, and Italy, Costa Rica got first in that group stage. That's a failure. The 2016 Euros out of the round of 16, playing turgid, terrible football um, in a 4-3-3 system that nobody in, in the English, like all players of from the Premier League, no Premier League team used the 4-3-3 at that point. Uh, and uh, they crashed out of the round of 16. And then the World Cup semifinal, and then the best Euros performance of all time for England. So this is an upwards progression. So I don't, I don't see why you would change he, it at all. He's on the charts, I think, yeah. is, is yeah. the sentiment here. Do I think he's upgradable? If I'm being totally honest and yeah. frank about it, he, he is. But at the same time, right. like, it, I, I honestly think the England like national job it matters to like who's in charge. Like, yeah. if you had someone that didn't connect with the nation on any sort of level, say That's a commentator, right? Like, I just think that the way Southgate sort of portrays himself and and the unity there is in the camp, it, like, it is important, I think. And I've only sort of, like, maybe come to realise that in this campaign. Yeah. The, romant- the romanticism, the, the, the story... Uh, I've, I've, I, I've cared more about this Euros and last World Cup than I probably have in any World Cup Euros ever. Maybe the South Africa 2010 because that's when, like, my love for football was starting to peak. I suppose at like 10 years old, mm. but, but still, like the the emotions that I felt, they've been incredible. It would have been amazing to win, but you know, it, it, it's coming home. Qatar 22, 22. The um God. what I was gonna say was there there needs there does need to be a progression for England in, in the attacking phase of play. And That's, I yeah. I wonder with all these attacking midfielders go through it, I can't see Gat Southgate doing it. And I imagine it's hard to implement. But is is it could you take a leaf out of uh a Man City's book of a of a front four that just revolves? Like we've seen, te- we see teams in this tournament that like like um, Italy at times have been very fluid and and uh, Spain yeah they were in the second half yeah of, of even this game and I I wonder is 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 it potentially it be a massive now. call but to move away from from Kane like he's going to be you know another year older another more mobile perhaps another injury you can't you can't knock it and and at Man City there could be. Grealish and Foden, and perhaps an, a, another uh, English player in there, Sterling as well. So you could have three of the current squad that could be starting. Um, could it be the perfect time to implement like a a more fluid front four interchange like Man City do? Because I feel like they're the players to do it. But I, look, I wouldn't know how to start putting that in. But I feel like they need to try to do something going forward that will um that just more attacking um yeah Mm. do you know what i I saw a stat uh i don't want to like misrepresent it but it was basically saying that obviously like all the goals have come from sterling and kane pretty much in the attacking phase for england but harry Maguire had had more shots than sancho saka mount grealish 
all these players that have played in attacking areas. It's a huge problem, in my opinion. Um, we're, we're very shot shy. So I think the chances we created, a lot of them were tap-ins and high-quality chances. But Definitely. when you've got all that attacking quality, I just feel like, you like it's in my opinion, the way I'd want to see us play a bit more is take more risks, death by a thousand cuts, just create. It's, it, it's attacking in volume. It's not trying necessarily to just create one or two high quality chances, but just keep going at them because we've got the players to do it. I, I honestly do believe that. Um, Especially in that at the end, we talk about the bad choices with the, pen, with the penalties. That game could have been won in 90 minutes round. It really could have. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like uh, you, you have the players that are there are capable. The the player the the subs bench difference between Italy and Spain or Italy and England, sorry, is 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 a big difference. Like like they they do have more quality than 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 what Denmark had to bring on off the bench, but yeah, they were bringing on Brian what he called Cristania. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's another couple of players that like I literally have never heard of. Belotti, Belotti is, isn't. They haven't got a striker worth talking about, really. No, uh, exactly. And, no, but yeah, on the bench, no, yeah. No, I, I don't. I Immobile hasn't impressed for me in the last two games either. No, well they got him. They were better when he went off. They, they yeah. took him off fifty odd minutes, and and they started dominating. But really, yeah. So so it's just like. They do need to, uh, yeah. As I said before, I think he needs to strike the balance, and I think he just he's like I think he I think bottling it is kind of the right word because he yeah. he bottled up and and he just didn't didn't go for it as much. Um, he was playing not yeah. to lose in my opinion. yeah, playing not like, to I, lose. I, I'm not saying he was playing for penalties, but when you get one up, it's so easy to just sit back and you you've got that goal, you've you've got it to play with, you know, and then that's what it became. Back three became a back five. It was all just a bit passive for me and a bit defensive. Passive is the word, definitely. Yeah. Oh, can we stop talking about England, please? Can we move on, <laughs> please? We're talking about Italy now. Please, can, please. <laughs> can we talk? We can talk about Federico Chiesa for a while. Transition. Um, no, yeah. no. Stop about the England. I just want to say I said he'd be. I said he'd be. What was it? Breakout or pl- one yeah. to watch? It was one of the two. You can go back and listen if you care to. Um, in the tournament, I love putting these together. I, really I think do. okay. See, I mean, you'd have to have Donnarumma in goal, wouldn't you? I, I mean, don't know, like Pickford, like in terms. I know of, he okay, did get five clean sheets, but if the guy's Pickford, player Pickford of the tournament, five clean sheets. I I no, sorry, I don't. But Pickford regret. got a number as well, didn't he? Pickford, Pickford, Pickford got lucky that big mistakes weren't capitalised on. He was very, very poor, in my opinion, against Denmark. Apart yeah. from that, he's been good. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was actually But, but Don really as, good as far as I can remember, has been consistently good. Yeah, he was a bit shaky against Spain, but other than that, yeah. yeah. And he yeah, obviously he, saved uh, two penalties. You could have either one, couldn't you? You could have either one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, Pickford and uh, Sommer are like uh, honourable mentions, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I put another rogue shot in there? Vatslik, the Czech goalkeeper, he made the best save in the tournament, in my opinion. Uh, one against Scotland. He just like, he saved it from the behind his head. Um, and I've had miles on him ever since, but obviously he's not the goalkeeper of the tournament, but just... Yeah, it's a good shot. Uh, uh, but I will pick... Uh, I, I think I'll go for Donnarumma just because he uh, he did win the penalty shootout two times. And also and, that, uh, that reaction... And Pickford was a little penalty. bit chafed. 
The, oh yeah, that was that was oh, that, that was, was ice cold. That like was. Do you think like he it. knew like they'd it. won? Surely he must have. For you know, for he... a little while, I thought, but like a lot of people pointed it out to me on Twitter, it's like he he looked at his teammates. He knew, yeah, he knew. He'd yeah, won. yeah, he has to have known, surely. Mm. Uh, there was once uh, another Ambertrika mention. He scored the winning penalty in the 2006 African Cup of Nations final and didn't know he won the penalty shootout. That was quite funny. <laughs> um, but if, with this one, he did. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm going for Donnarumma, so that makes it 3-1 Donnarumma. Last back. Uh, left back? Sorry, left back. Dude, Luke this Shaw. is difficult, because it's Luke, Luke Shaw. My two me. things, um, and Luke Shaw... Spinazzola got injured, but yeah. I think yeah. that takes but, him out. But before that, he, like, he, like, he really did light up this tournament, so I think it's harsh not to drop his name in. But yeah, Luke Shaw, I think Luke Shaw has to get it. Yeah. Yep, uh, uh, honorable mention to Joachim Myler. Um, yeah, but not enough to me. Well, yeah, Myler got yeah, in at right back in the in the actual one. He's not right, but I mean, he is. He can be a right back, but he's not a right back. So I think that's not not fair, really. If he's not played a single game there in the tournament, I yeah. don't. Yeah, think I he think that's be. a mistake. Yeah, that's a mistake. Um, that's like putting like uh, Kane on the wing. That's absurd. Yeah. Center backs. I've gone for one of them. I've gone. Even though Benucci's been better, I've gone with Ch- uh, Chiellini because he just embodies that Italy team. And I think a leader like that, uh, th- there are there are sort of areas to the game that can't be valued w- with stats. Um, you know, you always see this compilation of Henderson shouting at all the players. I think obviously Chiellini's that kind of that kind of player, and he, he does have great composure, and he's a little. He's a, I think we called him a little rat then. <laughs> the sacker pulled yeah, on yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, but, but it's just classic. You'd want us doing it. Oh, yeah, 100%. You'd, you'd, you'd if if you didn't, I'd be very, very frustrated. Yeah. So, yeah, Chiellini for me. The other one is, is, is Maguire. I could have gone Stones. Um, yeah, I'm with that. Played more, but I think Maguire had more influence in the games that he's actually played. Either one, I could have picked either one. And yeah, I think, I think I'm happy with either... Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Maguire, Maguire's in there for sure and then either Italian centre-back I don't think it's a contest Yeah, I think that's here's fair. the thing though we say Spirazzola is, uh, he was injured in the was it the quarter-final so it was uh, yeah. unfair to have him in Maguire was unfit for the first two games Spirazzola was out for two games so the competition's less though the, the competition isn't there. Yeah, that's fair. That, I think it's different. Yeah, if you miss the semi final and the final compared to two group games, two which group games. we should be winning that, anyway. That's it's it's also point. just, I don't think me, as good a centre back. I think Harry Maguire is clear as the best centre back yeah, at this yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whereas yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Shaw, Myla, and Spinozola that was up for left back of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, right. I, I personally went for oh. uh, Gellini and Stones, personally. I don't actually have a problem with Stones. I, I think it is Maguire, but you I think can Mag- kind of make I the argument. Maguire is clear. As the, as Let's go Maguire then. Maguire and Chiellini. Um, Maguire and Chiellini. Right, right that's tough, isn't it? I've right, but you know what? Walker's, the only one Walker's been excited me. I, thought. Uh, I don't know. Like he's been good. Like that. Walker that, has the, been really good. The final, the final game was, was really impressive. I, I know he has been shaky, so probably not. The thing is, I can't think of another one. Cephal. I don't like putting just Italian and English players in. I think Dumfries lit up the tournament, especially yeah. in those... But then, you know, he played three games. Can't be in if you're in the four, four games. games. Yeah. Cephal. Cephal. Cephal was good. Cafal was good. Yeah, so Cafal's um, had a great tournament. Um, I had Dumfries. Just so I don't have a, I think like it's too many Walker, Italian. It has so to be Walker, bad, but yeah, just for balance. 
Um, but yeah, let's go for a while. Italy yeah. and England's defense are uh, the best. Actually, yeah, so true. we'll have yeah. other players from other countries in, in yeah. other areas. Uh, CDM, I, 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 I hate the guy. I don't like him, but yeah. it's hard not to have Jorginho. Honorable mention to Shaka, but yeah, it's Jorginho, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, shit. I, well, if Shaka had played against Spain, they might have gone through, to be fair. And then I think he is in there. But, but yeah, it has to be Jorginho, doesn't it? He has been fantastic. Like it's just yeah. incredible. Uh, I will not put Jorginho in there. Um, I will Christ. put in Pierre Emile Hoybier. Oh, That's he's my other midfielder. <laughs> he was so good for me. He, he's in mine as well, but not yeah. as the holding midfielder. Yeah. I I okay. I would go with I go with I, I, I'm not overly fussed with Jorginho and uh, he missed the penalty I didn't think he was amazing in the Spain game and uh, it, uh, uh, and I uh, yeah Hoiberg Hoiberg we need a Denmark player in there don't we Summer so yeah, yeah. But I was going to put him in my he was my he's one of my centre mids I, so I think my it centre mids were the other Ped, two Petri and Petri and Petri's Pedri, uh, now Hoiberg, though, Pedri's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Petri yeah. is yeah thank you so much so, <laughs> who are we doing? So Pedri and Pe- we're all agreed on Pedri. Who? What, what's yeah, the I other centre mid that we're saying then? People, well, I had both. So you have, yeah, you have Hoiberg both. and Pedri, and then and Jorginho. And Jorginho. Yeah, I guess you can have because I, I think Hoiberg for Denmark doesn't play quite as limited a role. No, he doesn't. So, well, he's he's like yeah. yeah. Who's who's your show, uh, Ali? Then Calvin Phillips. No, oh, good on him. No, 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 no but no. good on him. Uh, what yeah, a guy. Yeah. yeah, what a man. Probably one of England's best. Oh, I love him. That, that video of him not running great. straight to Saka, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, my other one, what I was contemplating, like uh, I'd put him as a cam, is Shakiri. He's he's had a great, great um, time with Switzerland, but um, he always, to be fair. Yeah, well, that's mm. it. You know, you didn't go he's, for him, Bolo, no. <laughs> he's going to be forward, didn't he? Not nah, joking. He's not like. Also, um, uh, Shakiri. Uh, sorry, not Shakiri. Um, uh, Shaka. I. We, yeah, we I Shaka. would actually. I'd be tempted to have Shaka in over Jorginho. Jorginho. Yeah. Please do. To be honest, th- three of us Should don't like do Jorginho that much. Can we just put Shaka? In? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Okay. So our you, midfield three. Let's. Shaka, Hoiberg, and Pedri. You've been found yeah, out let's... by Pickford. Back off. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's uh, recap the... Uh, because people listening, guys, we are literally forming this right now without prior planning. Yeah, it's a bit um, messy. So we are oh, kind of running right. through it a little bit. Right. Bit, yeah, but that's bit messy. We did, yeah, it never, we didn't discuss it beforehand, uh, is what what's to say here. Goalkeeper Genoese Donnarumma to kind of go through the team again. Left back Shaw, center backs Maguire, Chiellini, right back Kyle Walker, defensive mid Granit Xhaka, uh, center mid Hoybier, Cam is Pedri. Pedri Gonzalez, the young 18 year old young player of the tournament. He, he could easily yeah. have been player of the tournament. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have. If he was, if he'd been in the final, he definitely would have been the player of the tournament for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that's his shot, yeah. actually. He probably totally. would have. Um and um he was brilliant um that Italy game ridiculous that he didn't misplace a pass anyway two two it, yeah he misplaced two yeah, within, uh, within the, the ninety no oh, within nice, the ninety yeah. sorry he didn't misplace mm, mm, yeah. yeah crazy that's true okay right wingers guys 
Who's gone on the right wing? Kiesa. Kiesa for me. Yeah. Uh, even though he's also, like, he really only shone for the last three games. And I also don't. I also so, that's the right, the right time. Though. Yeah. I actually, the, the right's not the best position for him. I think he play, he's, he's a lot better on the left. But because um, every game he seems to start on the, on the right and then it doesn't work out. And he ends up on, Insignia has a stinker and he ends up on the left. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I go Kiesa. He's. I it's I've heard a lot about him. I've seen little glimpses in the Champions League stuff, but I this he is a baller. He's so good. So well done good. on that shout, has. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. thank you. Um, no, left winger, really good. So I'm on Sterling. Yeah, it's got to be Sterling. Sterling. Sterling Ronaldo. No, I'm just throwing out nah. names. Boo, nah. boo. Nah. Out of the round of Ronaldo. sixteen, nah. as a third. Nah. Boo. Didn't he end? No. Didn't he end top goal, a joint top top goals? Yeah, he did, penalties, yeah. wasn't it? You can't you can't be a bottle job like that. <laughs> um, right. no, 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 Ronaldo's not in the discussion. No. Please, thank you. No, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, and then the striker, Patrick Schick. Patrick Schick. He scored the best goal in the tournament, and he scored he scored a lot of goals that were actually really really that's impressive. A lie. Quite versatile player. Um. He yeah, did not score the best goal in the tournament. The best goal in the, the tournament was the, what, my yeah. suggestion, Benzema. The flick against... No, the no, 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 no. Benzema no, was class. No, uh, no. I'm not totally against that, actually, but I'd no. say go for Schick. No, yeah, he Schick. lobbed him from the halfway line. That's yeah, definitely you can't do that. That's just I don't, think, I don't think it is. I think Benzema's flick is harder to do than... No, that's than more instinctive, though. I think it's great. It's brilliant. I'll put it that way. I had never seen the Benzema flick before. This is new football. Like I, I just I can't it's, think of a goal mad. where it, he he lets the ball bounce behind him with the inside of the f- weaker foot. What? I I I, I have I hadn't seen anything like it. T- tell us so on Twitter that's... what what who, who wins? Uh, yeah, Patrick Schick or uh, or or, or Benzema. Benzema. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put a or someone or else. Or I'm I'm genuinely it's just what people think. I thought someone might try and throw Kane in there, at which point I'd... I was trying nah, to get Romelu Lukaku in, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't, uh, couldn't justify it in any way. <laughs> Not after that miss against uh, Italy. Yes, Italy. So, so the yeah, front definitely. line we've gone for is Sterling, Patrick Schick and Chiesa. Yep, that is right. What, and that caps if, up if our... that front line was the player, that would be shite. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I why? I I don't really think so because I, I, I don't because the rest of ah uh, well, because you don't rate Patrick Schick. I don't as, rate Patrick you know, Schick, and I don't Patrick Schick's career. Yeah, uh, Sterling had a, ultimately a poor season last time out, and Chiesa's kind. Yeah, he, I feel like Chiesa and Sterling but... would do a similar role. That's all. And then yeah, I don't. Probably... Schick is a bit. Yeah, anyway. You can honestly, you can have Sterling like hugging the touchline and Chiesa trying to cut it inside. They can swap sides uh, as well. Yeah, they can squat. So, mm. You can. I think they're fluid enough. You can. You can. What are you worried about? Sterling is very, yeah. very There you go. You know what, lad? Uh, okay. I let you have it since since you just lost yesterday. You you do it yourself. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for reminding us again. Uh, all right, so that caps off our uh, very professionally put team of the tournament. Um, we have Gianluigi Donnarumma in goal, Carl Walker right back, Luke Shaw at left back, Chiellini and Maguire at centre back. Defensive mid. After a long discussion, we went with Granit Xhaka 
uh, in center mid, we went with Pierre-Emile Hoybier, and as our playmaker, we went with the young player of the tournament, Pedri Gonzalez, and then on the right wing, we have Chiesa, left wing Sterling, and then the striker, Patrick Schick. And that's our team of the tournament. That's our team of the tournament. And uh, who would you have as your player of the tournament, guys? Because I don't know if I agree with the Dunaruma shout. No, neither do I. No. Neither did I. I th- I th- I honestly no, Harry. think I honestly think they need to present it to somebody at that moment, and so they pick someone from. Yeah, it, it was fitting yeah. after what had happened in the shootout. I, I honestly like I I, 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 do think, I think it's more to do with logistics, though. I think it's like the COVID rules and stuff that they they can't invite anybody from any other team, and also you're you're deciding that you didn't for, to yeah. do that. You need to decide a, a, an award before the final match of the tournament, where you know someone else could the could. Could step up, so it is fair enough. But um, yeah, Pedri. Looking through this, it's got to be Pedri. There's no other name that sticks out to me apart from Pedri. Like the... you know who Bratty. I want to give it to. You know who I want to give it to. I don't know if this will be popular. I don't what? know if I agree with it either. But Luke Shaw. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was playing against outrageous. Scotland. He wasn't. I think no, defender he... picks are generally just quite underwhelming. But I do think he's been great. He's been great, but it, it's, it's, I tell you what, it's been more of a team game tournament. Game. And I think, game. I think it's been yeah. less about individuals. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think as a result, there isn't an outshining player that's carried a team to, to any stretch. So, Pedri. Like, I'd say we don't know anymore. Yeah, it's, I, I, for me, we it's... void the player of the tournament. Thank you, guys. Because there we go. I, nobody yeah, wins. I, and on that nobody note, wins. <laughs> on that note, thanks for coming. <laughs> oh. Football's the winner. Football is Football's the always the winner. Football's always the winner. Um, I think guys, I think this is quite fitting, actually, because it is quite uh, fitting. I, I generally don't like player of the tournament. I, I like MVP. Uh, awards, but I don't like player of the tournament awards. MVP is probably done a Roma, yes, but yeah, yeah, player of the tournament, yeah, sack it off, uh, sack it off. Let's let's put let's put them out of their misery, Ali. That's end part. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, we've been going off for a long while. We have been going on for a while. Well, everything's there, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, as always, and I've really enjoyed obviously covering the Euros with you. Uh, we hope you guys have li- enjoyed listening to it. We'll have plenty of content coming for you uh, throughout the summer before obviously the Premier League season starts. But until then, thank you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Testing, testing. Georgino's a fool. Georgino's a Ballon d'Or contender, mate.